Your sons flew that enchanted car of yours to Surrey and back last night. Did you really? How did it go? I mean, that was very wrong indeed, boys. Very wrong of you. Once upon a time, I fell in love with magic. And once upon a time, I fell in love with movies. And one day, we fell in love with each other. From family movie nights to family vacations. We believe everyone needs a bit of magic in their life. So we decided to watch through the entire Disney animated canon. And mix in some other magical movies along the way, like Harry Potter, Pixar, and some other family favorites. Each episode, we'll talk about the movies in the order they came out and talk about what makes them so magical including how you can experience the movie's magic on your next vacation. And we'd love to have you along for the ride. I'm Krista. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the Magical Movie Marathon. One of my heroes in motherhood, (laughs) Molly Weasley, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, when I saw that quote, I said, nope, this is it. This is it for this movie. She's it's... one of the best moms <laughs> She is ever. a good mom. She like, is. she's the best. Yeah, she's pretty fantastic. So, if you haven't picked up on it already, today we're going into the Chamber of Secrets mm-hmm. with Harry Potter. Chamber of Secrets, beware. Yeah, so we did Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone a little while back ago, so... Now it's time for us to return to Hogwarts mm-hmm. with this one. So Back to the wizarding world. Absolutely. So before we get into Trivistry, just another kind reminder to rate, review, rescribe. Rescribe, subscribe. It's late, guys. Okay. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> but also guys. rescribe. Uh, yeah, like if come you back. if you unscribed at some point, then rescribe. <laughs> Hope you didn't unscribe, <laughs> and unsubscribe, and oh tell my. a friend. <laughs> so. Yikes! Oh man! Don't unsubscribe from that <laughs> because of that, <laughs> please. All right, are you ready to get into it? I am ready. And now a history lesson. Okay, so Trivistry for Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, which came out in 2002, many eons ago, or so it feels. (laughs) So does it seem like that long ago, but it is. But it is. And if people don't stop doing like reels and TikToks of things that happened in the early 2000s to make me feel old. Right. I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, I mean people i graduated high school with just had their 20 year reunion and like if i see one more on (laughs) this day yeah anyway so harry potter and chamber of secrets 2002 2002. wow (laughs) all right so work on the movie began only three days after the release of harry potter and the sorcerer's stone so they got right to it they did and we talked about that a little bit how they kind of already knew they were going to be making all of the books into movies, even though they hadn't all been written, they mm-hmm. they had a pretty well, strong feeling about it. Kids grow fast. They do. Yes. So they they had to act quickly. That makes this movie the only or one of the only two movies where they were released within a year of each mm-hmm. other up until Deathly Hallows. And only because that was split into two parts. Correct. Right. So they, they made it two. as one movie, mm-hmm. but split it into two. Yeah. Uh, the reason the Weasley's car is a Ford Anglia 
is because this was the same type of car that author J.K. Rowling and her best friend used to ride in together on the way to school as children. That's so sweet. Yeah, so she had really fond memories of the car and she wanted to work it into her stories somehow. So Love it. Also, when the Wizarding World of Harry Potter opened up in 2010, which... We'll talk about that a little we bit later are. on. Uh, but most of the lead actors arrived for the event in the night bus, <gasps> except for Daniel Radcliffe and Rupert Grant, who arrived in a Ford Anglia. <laughs> I that think that's pretty great. Is a fantastic fact. <laughs> yeah. Okay, speaking of, we're, we're really stuck on the Ford Anglias right mm, now. It's a big feature clearly. of this movie. Uh, so, 14. Ford Anglias were destroyed while making the Whomping Willow scene. Well, it is the Whomping Willow after all. Yeah, so I, I, I'm just impressed that they actually found 14 to destroy <laughs> at this point, but, <laughs> but whatever. In the Borgen and Burke scene, this is a little bit of foreshadowing for our Harry Potter fans mm -hmm. out there, but if you look really closely, you can actually see the opal necklace, which will show up again in Half-Blood mm. Prince. So I think that's pretty cool that uh, that they worked it in there, even though they the did. book hadn't even come out yet. No. But but JK, she knew she knew. She knew. Uh, and since this is Trivistry, got a little history fact for us. Oh, goody. <laughs> so it's worth mentioning that Fox the Phoenix mm -hmm. is actually named after Guy Fox, who... Oh. Yeah, so a lot of us here in America don't necessarily know that name, but for all of our British friends, mm -hmm. um, they will know that he tried to blow up the House of Lords in 1605, and now every year on November 5th is Guy Fox Night, where they make effigies of him that they burn up. <laughs> so it's kind of fun that Fox that is named is, after him. <laughs> that is kind of fun. And in another case of art imitating real life, or real life imitating art, I'm not sure which one it is. Mm, a little could bit of both. either way. Rupert Grant, who plays Ron, mm -hmm. actually does have severe arachnophobia. I don't blame him. I got it too. You got it too. Real bad. Yeah. Sometimes I will be back here working in the mm -hmm. office and I will hear screams and shouts and I run out to hear Krista going, Aragog, it's there's an Aragog it was, chasing there, after yeah, me. descendants of Aragog still live, and I'm sorry, but they must be destroyed. They're usually not that big. They're but large anyway. and hideous. Yeah. Anyway, so our friend Rupert, he has arachnophobia so bad that he wouldn't even watch the scene in Aragog's Hollow when like the movie came out. I don't like it either. <laughs> and then at two hours... 46 minutes. This is the longest Harry Potter movie, and it's the only one with a post credit scene. Which we didn't even know. We had no idea that existed. We didn't even know. We've watched yeah. this a so gazillion times. Yeah. times. And never seen the post credit never scene. Never saw the post credit scene until this last viewing. Yeah, well, it was because I found this trivia piece, and when right. I read it, I was like, Turn it on real quick. Let's we gotta yep. watch it. And then finally, this movie was the last for actor Richard Harris, who played Dumbledore, a very well-known, beloved British actor. Of course, uh, he passed away of Hodgkin's disease uh, just a few weeks before the film's release. So both this movie and Prisoner of Azkaban were dedicated to mm. his memory. Yeah. All right. 
let's get into personal history here. So uh, when did you first see Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets? Well, we talked about this in the first Harry Potter episode this right. in the Sorcerer's Stone that like I saw a few of these movies in theater um, as like just social time with mm -hmm. friends, but I never read the books and I didn't understand what was going on. I don't think that this one was one that I saw. I don't remember seeing it in theaters ever. So I don't, I think the first time I saw it was when we were doing our read the book, watch the movie. Right. Um, and so it was, you know, when we were first married. Okay. So probably 2011 by the time yeah. we got around to that book, yeah. somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. Fair what enough. about you? Same as you, I did not see this one in theaters. Uh, I only saw the last three Harry Potter movies in theaters because I, I did not grow up reading the books. I didn't read them until after college, so I missed all of one through five in the theaters. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it's kind of similar when I was reading these books for the first time. Uh, again, probably 2008, actually. Yeah, it was right after I graduated college. Uh, okay. So 2008, I was reading through the Harry Potter books and... Uh, I would finish a book and then I would borrow a movie from mm -hmm. from someone and, and mm -hmm. watch it. So that's when I first uh, watched this movie. Mm -hmm. Now, where does it rank for you among all the Potter films? Uh, I mean, higher up there. I think this one sticks pretty darn close to the book for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. So I like that aspect of it. I don't love the creatures in this one. <laughs> So that's what gets me about this movie. Like yeah. too many spiders, too many snakes. Um, but the movie itself is good. You know, Deathly Hallows is always going to be my number one. Sure. But this ranks up there. Okay. Fair I would enough. put it maybe, I don't know, number four, five. Okay. Something like that. I mean, that's pretty low out of eight. Okay, but... it would be like Deathly Hallows <laughs> 1 and 2. That's two movies. Well, yeah. And then I do love Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Okay, I would put this probably maybe number, yeah, maybe number four or five. Okay, fair enough. I mean, this one does rank a little bit lower for me overall out of all the Harry Potter movies, but I still think it's actually really good. And yeah, it, and I think it's a great movie. And I go back and forth between whether I think this one or Sorcerer's Stone is better. Me too. That's why I say four mm -hmm. or five, because I don't know which one to put first. Yeah. Like, part of me wants to put Sorcerer's Stone first because it's like, it's the first Harry Potter movie and there's just, like, something about it. Right. But I do think this is this particular Harry Potter movie is one that really does stick very close to the book. It's very close to the book and you can tell they really were able to take more time with it. Yeah. You can tell the cast was really gelling with each other already mm -hmm. by this point. So, you know, it is kind of fun to see the character development happening mm -hmm. uh, so soon with with all of the actors. So I will say, you know, it, I do think it's a really good movie, uh, but some of the others are really good, too. Right. So that's that's where I that's struggle why. with placing this one a little bit. For sure. Myself. Absolutely. Well, other than gigantic <laughs> spiders and gigantic snakes that might creep people out. No, no real content warnings here with this one. I saw. No. Although, you know, what's funny. I didn't put this in the trivia. Apparently, I can't remember which country it was, but there was there was one country where 
they had quite a few issues of kids, um, how do I put this, getting sick while watching this movie. Can you guess why? No. The slug scene. Uh... Yeah, in one particular country, because I guess because of the type of snacks that are popular for okay. people to eat mm-hmm. while, you know, not everyone eats popcorn like we do when they sure. go to the movies. So sure. I can't, again, I can't remember which country, but something about the snacks that kids favor there when the slug scene happened, there were lots of problems mm. in in this one country. Got it. Okay. So I mean, it is a really gross part. It, it so. is. So, you know, maybe, maybe that's a small content warning is, hey, if you have a squeamish kid, they might be bothered by... Ron I mean, spitting up slugs. <laughs> I think they would be more bothered than by giant spiders trying to kill you and a snake that's moving through the pipes. Yeah, that's fair, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, so we will get into movie time here mm-hmm. and, and go a little bit deeper into the chamber, as it were. Lights. Camera. Action. Action. Okay. Let's brush up on our parcel tongue and head to the Chamber of Secrets. But be very careful. Don't lose your memory. Yeah, we uh, definitely don't want to do that. Make sure your wand is in good working order. Mm-hmm. You know, no spellotape. No spellotape. No it doesn't work great. Uh, but, you know, this is a little bit different because, of course, we've already talked about our favorite characters in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. But one of the great things about the Harry Potter series is every new movie brings us some new characters new we characters. get to talk about. So yep. we do have some new characters mm-hmm. here. We've got Dobby, of course. Ooh, we've Colin. got Sweet Lucius Dobby. Malfoy. We've got Colin Creevy. We have mm-hmm. Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> so we have Myrtle. Oh, yeah. We have Moaning Myrtle. Yeah, so Tom we have... Myrtle. Tom Riddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have Tom Riddle. So, you know, we've got a pretty good little pantheon of new characters here. So let's get into our favorite scenes and favorite. We'll, we'll isolate on our favorite new characters mm-hmm. here. So Krista, kicking it over to you. Okay, so my favorite new character. This is this might be a surprise. My favorite new character. It's kind of a toss up. Uh-huh. I actually really love Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and reasons. I know he's like, yeah, I know he's like the bad guy. It's just his, he's so perfectly cast. He is, yeah. And so that's why I like him in this movie is because how I picture him when I'm reading the books is exactly how he shows up in the movie. Yeah, no, Kenneth Branagh and is And so brilliant. it's just like perfection. <laughs> like, it's just so good how... He is portrayed in the movies because it is exactly what I would imagine him to be when I'm reading the books. And so I just think he's just he's one of those villains that it's like you don't like him, yeah. but he's like a funny villain. Yeah, he feels You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, he does feel like he just stepped off the page. 100%. Yeah. So, he's my favorite one of my favorite characters in this and then my other favorite, I do love Dobby. Uh-huh. I also really love Moaning Myrtle's character, okay. and my fa- one of my favorite scenes is the first time that they meet her, um, because I just think it's funny how she interacts with the boys, and mm-hmm. 
you know, nobody wants to come in here. Why? Well, you, you know, uh, just her lines of like, throw a book at her head. It'll go straight through, you know, it's just, she just has such a personality. And what I love is like, you know, she died as like a teenage girl and she still acts exactly like a teenage girl. And so I love that about her. And it just makes me laugh because she's very much a teenager, just like, Everybody else in the school. Yeah. And so the way that she interacts with the students is honestly how she would be if she were alive. Sure. Well, like how she enjoys talking about how she died because she's got attention in that moment. Right. Right. Like she's being given attention. So she's thrilled at it. Yeah. So, yeah, she is a fun character here. Mm -hmm. Kai, how about you? Favorite new character that we get? Aragog. Aragog. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say Tom Riddle, though. You're about to say Tom Riddle. Why? That's awful. So, So Aragog. Aragog Why is Aragog your favorite? One of them, because of Mom. Because of Mom. Because it it gets under my skin. Uh Number two, it would be cool to have a talking spider. And then Mom would just... You wouldn't be allowed. Not in my house. Mom would kill it. I well, no, go mom would it. have dad kill it. Yeah. is what would happen. So, <laughs> or I would okay. tell you to take it outside. But you know, you do love magical creatures, and so I guess that shouldn't shock me. But Aragog wasn't what I was thinking for a new character. What do you but think? Is. No, I was just. I thought you were gonna say Dobby because you you do love house elves. You love you love Dobby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've also got two. Okay. For this, um, I love Dobby because mm-hmm. kind of like you with Gilderoy Lockhart, he's a character who feels like he stepped right 100%. out of the book. They, I mean, when you read the book and then you watch the movie, Dobby feels exactly the he same. He feels very similar. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think he's a great character, and of course, you know, he will show up again later in the series. And then my other favorite, oh my, is oh. Lucius Malfoy. What is wrong with you? <laughs> but here's why. It, it's for the same reasons that you like Gilderoy Lockhart. Yeah, like he's Jason off the, he's Isaacs off the is so mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. as Lucius Malfoy. He's the way that I envision that character so much. Mm-hmm. And I read in the trivia, I didn't include this, but the actor almost did not play the part. I like, can't he imagine almost anyone turned else it down. I know, it. right? Uh, but he was, I, I believe his kids talked him into <laughs> into yeah. taking it. Well, and he and Draco have... Good job, they, kids! It feels like father-son relationship yeah. between the two of yeah. them. Yeah, and it said that he actually, when he did decide to take the part, he went back and watched the first movie and really paid close attention to Tom Felton's performance mm-hmm. as Draco to mm-hmm. really kind of figure out, okay... What would the dad of this kid be mm. like? You know, Evil. yeah. So that's great. Uh, and of course, we're gonna see old Lucius Malfoy show up mm-hmm. quite a bit more yeah. in future installments. So yep. uh, I think this is, uh, you know, he makes that good, like kind of hissable villain, <laughs> right? Hissable. Yeah. <laughs> see All what right. he did there. Let's get into some favorite scenes for this movie, Krista. Okay. Well, I said one of my favorite scenes already was the first time we meet Moaning Myrtle. Okay. Um, yeah. But the most iconic scene is the flying car. And I do yeah. absolutely love that scene so much. I just, again, it's like what two, 
11, 12-year-old boys would do. They're not thinking, yeah. you know, I do. what are some other options? They're like, <laughs> cool, let's fly a car. Let's just fly a car there. <laughs> Sounds good. Like, totally yeah. what a kid that age would do. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I just think it's it's well done. It's one of my favorite scenes in the book. Um, and so they did a good job translating that in the movie. Um, and I also, it's always sweet to me the first time he goes to the burrow. Mm, yeah. That we, we see Mrs. Weasley's famous Where clock. Where have you been? Yes, I'm getting to that. <laughs> um, but you know, the burrow, those are always sweet scenes. And that first time where it, it you know, to the Weasleys, they're always told, you know, that they don't have much. And to Harry, it's everything. It feels like home. And you right. get that feeling from him when he walks into, you know, the room and you see the boys are kind of, you know, self-conscious about it. Like, yeah, it's not much, but it's home. And he he, he feels right at home. Right. It is. It feels home to him. Yeah. And he knows he's welcome there and he's loved there. And I think that right. is why it feels more like home to him than any other place. So I do love those two scenes. And then Molly Weasley in that howler. <laughs> I feel that to the depths of my soul as a mom, because you I'd be sending a me. howler to you. Yes, I would. I would be. Yes, I would. I would be sending a howler to you too. If I wasn't in person, I'd be sending it by owl. So I feel that with <laughs> her. Yep. I feel that with her, like making sure those boys know that was not a smart move. And if you step one toe out of line, you'll come straight back home. Greatness. Now, that was a little bit of a Mary Poppins voice you went into. Just a well, little bit. Well, I, you know, I got to work on my Molly. But I do, I do have Molly Weasley vibes, don't I? You do. I'm yep. very, I'm fiercely protective like sure. her. Yeah. 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 Okay, Kai, how about you? Favorite scene? Chamber Secrets. Okay, so the actual Chamber <laughs> yeah. of Secrets scene when they finally go yeah. down. Yeah. Why do you like that scene so much? It has a lot of action. Lots of yeah. action. It's mm -hmm. kind of scary, too. Yeah, the basilisk. The, yeah, and you see the Gal Godric Gryffindor sword for the first time. You well, do. Well, it's true. Yeah, you we do. You do see the sword. Yep. We have Fox in that scene coming to the rescue mm -hmm. and helping out. So. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what about the forest when they go uh, follow yeah, Aragog? Molly starts shivering with that part. I do. <laughs> but you've always liked that scene. Yeah. I really like the beginning of this mm -hmm. movie. I like that we have the reminder, especially for maybe people who haven't read the books. I, I like the reminder of the situation that Harry is still in. Yes, yeah. he has a bedroom now and he's not sleeping under the stairs, but he is still in a house where he is despised. Where, yeah, where he's despised. He's not treated well. He mm -hmm. is... I mean, literally that whole coaching scene mm -hmm. of, okay, what are we going to do when the Masons get here? Mm -hmm. And his whole response of, I'll be upstairs making no noise, pretending I don't exist. Because that's how the Dursleys want They only him to gave be. him that room out of fear. They did, yeah. And so I think it's just a good reminder to the audience that, yes, Harry knows he is special, but that doesn't mean he's treated that way. And by he doesn't the... feel special when he's at the Dursleys. Right. That's why he loves being in the burrow. Yeah, so I love that whole opening scene with the Dursleys and with Dobby's appearance, mm -hmm. of course, and Dobby's attempt to, uh, quote-unquote, save <laughs> Harry from going back to school. I just think that whole, you know, sequence is really good. And again, feels very much like... 
the book come to life right in yeah. a lot of ways so uh and then kai i'm with you i also really like the chamber of secrets scene i love them getting down into there the whole exchange with gilroy lockhart uh the chase scene with the basilisk i, I think all of that part of the movie is really really yeah, solid. solid oh yeah, yeah i also like the jelly arm part oh, oh the jelly arm yes in the quidditch i'm surprised you didn't mention yeah. quidditch you love those quidditch scenes yeah mm-hmm. yeah and this is a good one because we have harry versus draco for the that's first right. time so. that's right yeah two that's, enemies yeah iconic show off between the two of them so, is there anything in this movie that we maybe don't like as much or we're surprised by? Spiders. I have a feeling it's Yeah, spiders. We, we all know, as it's been established, that I cannot with the spiders. Mm-hmm. So, that is my least favorite scene um, because it's too creepy crawly for okay. me. So, you know, nothing wrong with it. It's just a personal, personal thing I have against giant arachnids that talk and want to eat me. Yeah, there's nothing else I don't, like, as I talked about earlier, I think this one sticks really close to the book. And so there's nothing really I would change, honestly. I think they did a good job. Um, Nothing that surprises me. So, yeah. The only thing I would say, uh, and it's not big, we mentioned it in the Trivistry section too, but this is a long movie. It's long. So, you know, it's one of those that I don't know that I've ever watched it straight through from Mm -hmm. beginning to end. I I think I've always had to (laughs) pause it at some point and take a break. Yeah, this one's one of your favorites. Yeah, I've I've watched it all the way through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just something to be aware of if you're sitting down for a movie night, if you're uh, if, if you're not starting it till 7.30 p.m. Your uh, kid's going you're... to bed late. <laughs> you're <laughs> right. in the air at 10. It's in the 10. Yeah, mm-hmm. so just make sure you budget enough time to be able to watch it all at For once sure. if that's your goal. So, okay, anything fun that we noticed this time around watching it that maybe we've never noticed before? Any new details stick out to us? No. Not really. Other than, like, you found, you know, that there was a credit scene. Oh, yeah, the post-credits scene. And so mm-hmm. we had, you know, just always turned it off because there's never a credit scene in these movies. And so when you right. found that there was, we had to go back and watch. And so that was fun. Yeah. Um, Gilderoy. Yeah, Gilderoy. Yeah, Gilderoy. It's just Lockhart. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing in particular that, like, I was like, oh, I've never seen that before. <laughs> I think what's hard about these movies is there's so much detail going on in the wizarding world that it right. it is easy to miss things. And so a lot of times I'm just like so into the scene and what's going on that like I'm not taking stock of like things that may be happening in the background. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing I really noticed were there were some new little fun details I noticed with uh, with Gilderoy Lockhart's various paintings of himself. Those are all. Those are all. Best. Yeah. So yeah. every time we watch this movie, I try to look at a new yeah. painting in it uh-huh. just to see what's doing because there's so many of him doing funny, funny things. things and all his various For portraits. Sure. So I mean, you know, five time winner of which weeklies. Best, Best smile, smile award is that is uh-huh. that what it is? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> got to put that on his resume. Absolutely. Okay, let's get into our questions. So we're gonna put on our sorting hats like we did before, or I guess we don't need to put on our sorting hats. We've already been yeah. sorted. So we are going to climb aboard the Hogwarts Express. Let's go back to Hogwarts, and you know what? While we're on this creepy crawly topic, so here's the question: Is which one would you rather have to face, and why? A giant spider? Or a giant snake? Kai. Both. 
But which one would you rather? But which have one to would face? you, you rather pick one? Face. That's the point of the question. Spiders, because there's probably multiple of them, because they have babies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'd rather face go up against an army the of spiders. giant spiders. They probably actually like you. They probably they'd, would. They'd, they'd probably be like, treat oh, you like Hagrid. Yeah, they would. They'd leave you alone. Fine, <laughs> basilisk. Uh huh. Yep. Um, I think I'll take my chances with the basilisk. Okay, and why? <laughs> I don't know, because I feel like I could, I mean, it's pretty giant. Like, there's probably a place down there that I could hide that he couldn't get to. So. Yeah, fight. I mean, Fox will come save me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take my chances with the giant snake. Okay. I don't like either. They both creep me out. But I will take one giant snake versus an army of giant spiders. Okay. So. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, I'd I'll rather take my face ch- the giant snake <laughs> than the spiders. And it's not so much that I'm scared of spiders. It's just that there's so many of them. Yeah. And let's face it, Ron and Harry, they would not have made it no. if it hadn't been for the Ford Anglia That's coming right. to the Sir. rescue. That's absolutely right. <laughs> so, uh, so I do think I would also choose to go up against the basilisk and, yeah, find a place to hide or find some way to avoid its, its eyes mm-hmm. in some form or fashion. So... Okay, so we've got a muggle vehicle that is enchanted to fly. Mm -hmm. There might be some slight bending of Ministry of Magic rules making that happen. A little bit. So the question is, what muggle vehicle would you choose to enchant so that you could fly it? I mean, honestly, I'm sticking with car because we do so much driving and I hate traffic. And I would love to just be able to hit a little button and be invisible in the air and get there quickly. I think my second choice would be a bike, like a bicycle. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. E.T.? Like E.T. Like E.T. Yep. <laughs> but see, then I don't want to do that because it reminds me too much of the Wicked Witch of the West. Do, 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 do. Yes. Yep. That, that? See, y'all go to E.T. I go to Wizard of Oz That's when funny. I think of a flying bike. Yeah. So anyways, but I honestly, I would stick, I'd stick with Carf. Because of the amount of driving. Okay. Kai. Kai, how about you? Flying suitcase. That's not a vehicle. <laughs> yeah, you gotta a pick. Vehicle? You gotta pick it a vehicle. It has wheels. I can move. It's not a vehicle. It's not a vehicle. It's not a vehicle. Still, I'll keep the. I'll still, I'll keep it. So that's a muggle thing that you would enchant. To fly, yes. Yeah, so I docked away in the airplane for eight years. I can just fly to places. Gotcha. For okay. Trips. Okay. So. I am going with an airplane. Those can already <laughs> fly. But, but no, here's what's brilliant about oh, it. It would be enchanted plane. to fly, so I never have to put gas or oil or anything in it, so it would have the ability to fly. And this way, it wouldn't be noticed by anyone. Like, no one would think it was weird. I could still fly around other muggles and not worry about breaking the, you know, the secrecy laws because they would they expect an airplane to fly what they wouldn't know is that it's flying by magic and not by mechanical means so that's what i'm going with is a magical kai your answer was most creative And I don't know what MJ would pick. He's napping right now. A flying flying stroller. That one of us is still pushing through through the air. That's (laughs) true. That's what you would pick. Yeah, a flying stroller probably is correct. Yeah, but uh, seriously, I think my second pick would be a bicycle like you. I did Mm -hmm. have that thought when planning for this. So 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, for the rest of you out there, hope you don't run into any giant snakes or giant Tell spiders anytime soon. But yeah, <laughs> but if you do, let us know what you did to escape. And we'll see you next time that you're flying around in your Ford Anglia. Okay? Okay. Time for a pro tip. Okay, well, you know, there's certain things that muggles can't exactly take into the wizarding world. So a little pro tip for you today. If you are going to be visiting Universal Orlando, we did not know about this the first time that we went to the wizarding world and we're quite shocked. And so it has become something that I obviously warn all of my clients, but here's the thing, friends. There are lockers that you have to put things into if you are carrying anything bigger than a hip belt fanny pack situation. You have to put everything into a locker before you go on any of the Wizarding World rides. So here's the deal. There's not a ton and some of them are free, but the free ones are really tiny. So either flatten things down into a drawstring bag or plan to pay to rent a locker while you ride. There's my pro tip for you today. Don't be surprised like us. Well, it's time for us to leave Hogwarts for now, but we will be back there soon enough. For sure. But in the meantime, on the next episode, we're going to be crossing over into another world. And it's not the wizarding world, but you might see a lot of skeletons, maybe some orange flowers and beautiful music, a guitar and some alabrijes. And you can't... <laughs> Miss the Alebrijes. That's right. We will be talking about Coco in honor of Dia de los Muertos. So we will see you once upon another time. Magical Movie Marathon is a production of Wardrobe Media in partnership with Spoonful of Jordan. It is produced, edited, and hosted by Krista and Jonathan Jordan. Krista is an authorized travel agent for Share the Magic Travel, LLC. You can contact her through the link in our show notes or by visiting spoonfulofjordan.com travel. Jonathan is married to her. Magical Movie Marathon Podcast is not affiliated, sponsored, or endorsed by the Walt Disney Corporation or its subsidiaries, nor NBC Universal or its subsidiaries, nor Warner Brothers or its subsidiaries. The views expressed are solely those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions, standards, views, or policies of the aforementioned corporations or their subsidiaries. Any mention of Disney, NBC Universal, or Warner Brothers properties, intellectual and otherwise, is strictly for informational and educational purposes only.